It's now time for our weekly conversation with New Mexico United owner and CEO, Peter Trevisani. Let's get caught up with anything and everything United. Here's Peter, Joe, and Sam. That's right. Everything and anything about United right here on ESPN Radio 1017. The team, Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser, and joining us now is the president and CEO of New Mexico United, Peter Trevisani. We'll get to uh, Saturday's game and, and a bunch of other stuff with you people. We didn't get a chance to talk to you last week after the decision to hire Eric Quill. So take us behind the scenes uh, between the time we learned uh, that Zach Prince was officially going to be moving on and the hiring of Eric, Pete. Yeah, hey, well, Joe, Sam, always uh, good to hear your voice. Thanks for having me on. Uh, and, yeah, I was... Uh, um, boy, that whole hiring process was uh, pretty intricate. We, you know, we had about a month... Um, it's a really, it's actually a really interesting story because once Troy got uh, hired, I knew that we were going to, uh, as head coach, I knew that we were going to need uh, probably to replace Zach. That he would probably make an offer to Zach, and that Zach would want to go. And so, you know, during that month, you know, it was really uh, we had about a month to kind of do a search. And being uh, in season, that's a little more challenging. But I had known about uh, Coach, you know, Quill about Eric for a long time, and. Uh, uh, always felt strongly about him. The fact that he was available, I thought, I thought was just great happenstance and was super thrilled we could work it out. It was, it was very complicated, a lot of steps, but we were able to get it done and uh, a lot of power to Itamar, Eric, and, and the team for putting that all together. Uh, no doubt about it. And, you know, you you like to, to grow things organically uh, with this organization. And you'd stay true to your word. You went, you know, not only when uh, Troy, Troy left, you, you continued on with Zach, who is his top assistant. Um, you're kind of going outside the box uh, to some degree with Eric Quill. But at the same time, uh, there was no hesitation on how he would be a fit for New Mexico United, Pete. Yeah, I think it's a great point. I mean, we do, uh, it's important that we uh, show off our greatest assets in the state, which is our people, and we've done that with players and coaches. And, you know, we still have two coaches, assistant coaches, June Rowe and uh, Mac, who, uh, you know, played at UNM or lived in New Mexico. So we we have a a strong presence there. Yes. You know, I think it was really time to uh, take a little bit of a different approach, take a little bit of a different perspective, uh, and find someone who wasn't, you know, gonna, you know, take black out our ethos and the values of the club, but would build on them and, and is his or her own way. And, uh, and Eric really ha- can do that. Um, and, and while he, it's been, it was a little, it was a little weird, uh, uh, the first locker room with, with coach, because, you know, it, it is different. You know, the guys, you know, he doesn't come out for pregame warmups, which is, not uncommon, but, you know, he's in the locker room. He lets the assistants handle that. And, you know, we don't huddle up in an oval. Guys kind of stay where they are. So there were some subtle differences, but I think we needed that change. And I know that the teams responded really well. And uh, I'm so excited for what he's going to bring on and off the pitch. Yeah, and he talked right out of the gate, you know, that every player had a, a clean slate and an opportunity to show themselves uh, to Coach Quill. We're talking to uh, Peter Trevisani, president and CEO of New Mexico United. He joins us every Monday here at about uh, 4.40. Another thing I, I picked up was uh, quote, Coach Quill. You mentioned Mac. Uh, you're talking about Masaki Heme, uh, who was the interim head coach for the one game in Tampa. But I noticed Coach Quill 
leaning on Coach Hemi throughout the game. I mean, uh, he knew that he'd only been there a week, and to me it showed some humility. Obviously, he was the man in charge, but he was doing everything he could to use all the resources that were in place, Pete. A hundred percent. One of the uh, one of the things I really love about Coach is that he wants to win, and he knows winning uh, is it means you have to play as a team, you have to coach as a team, and you need to get the most out of every single person you have in the locker room, and that's what he wants to do. So he can't do it all himself. Uh, so he needs players that can implement the plan. He needs coaches that are coming up with ideas that want to be engaged and want to contribute and. And I think everyone's been really pleasantly surprised how inclusive he's been. Uh, but, you know, he also, you know, he is, he is, he is very competitive. You know, he, uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, says, hey, look, at the end of the night, when I put my head in the pillow, I want to know that, uh, with that when I competed, I won and that I put everything into that. And, you know, at the end of the game, he wants us to, you know, go to sleep winners and, and uh, and I think that's that's uh, not that our other coaches didn't want to win. Of course, Troy and Zach wanted to win, and every player wants to win. But but there's a different level of it, uh, and and he wants to do it um, in in the right way. And boy, it was an exciting game. I could talk about. I have probably two hours worth of things to say that I'm trying to cram into five minutes, so I won't get it all in. But I'm just thrilled he's here, and everything he's shown us has been a a green light. He loves New Mexico, moved his family out here. He's got four young kids under the age of eight. They're all here now living here, and this is his home. Yeah, no doubt. And Itamar told me the same thing. I mean, uh, he he won the press conference, Pete. Uh, he's got a wonderful family and all that. But Itamar said at the top of the list is his level of co- competitiveness. And so let's talk about that. Um, you know, Saturday night, uh, there was a buzz in the crowd, especially the way the first half ended. New Mexico United scored two goals in like the final eight minutes of the half and we're up to one uh, position nicely for three points, but not able to hold on. You eventually got a, a two, two draw, uh, draw there and you got one point uh, in the standings, but uh, talk to me about Saturday night, uh, Pete. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a good, a good point. You know, I think my impressions, uh, I think the first 20, you know, coach, coach asked the guys to do a lot of things, uh, not completely change how they play, but to be way more aggressive, to make, you know, put the ball forward, not to the side, not to back, not to put us under pressure. And a lot of times we do that. We were always looking for the perfect pass, but he's saying, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, go for it. So I think the first 20 minutes we were a little nervous. It almost looked like we were on a job interview. You could see guys knew they needed to do something a little differently, but weren't quite sure. And then right around the magic minute, you could feel the connecting happening and, and the buy-in and, and, uh, and yeah, going up two to one. And, and I think, yeah, I think we did show some tendencies that we've had in the past where we're up and it's late and we st- all of a sudden we start passing the ball backwards and inviting pressure. And I think what he said in the locker room afterwards was really great. You know, he was, he was just saying, look, when we're up two one, I want you to be even more aggressive. Don't worry about it. Get it. You know, if you make a, a mistake and someone takes the ball from you, we got 10 other guys that are going to get it back. You know, we can't, be afraid to make a mistake. It's the time to be more aggressive. And I think once these guys just, you know, uh, take that and really go seek that third goal, and if that means that we give up an equalizer, at least we did it from a place of aggression, not 
of trying to be conservative, and, and we'll take that every time. I'd much rather lose 4-3 than have a 0-0 tie or, you know, uh, any day. Uh, let, let's go for it. Let's come out with an exciting you know game. We've got great players. Let's let them shine. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned what Coach Quill said in the locker room. Here's what Coach Quill to- uh, told Andy Hageman, our, part of our broadcast team, uh, right after the game. I really started to feel like the last 20 minutes of the first half was some really good football. You look back at it, the combinations, from, you know, building from side to side and really getting what we wanted out of the chances was really positive. Um, we just gotta, we, we've got to be clean and, and keep that, that style of play the whole game. We can't, we can't revert back. Um, we've got to keep our, our, you know, our dominating the ball and have a good, you know, our chest out and have Moxie on the ball to, to kill off the game and, and make, them, make them chase. We're down 2-1. And so you can hear, Pete, you can hear the competitive fire and that energy in his voice just after after 90 minutes, after 90-plus minutes, his first game here. And it sounds like that's everything that you guys would have hoped for. Somebody who comes in his very first game just ingratiates himself to all things New Mexico United soccer as much as somebody could, Pete. Totally. And this guy was built for New Mexico, and New Mexico is built for him. He... he He's everything we want. It's not ego. He's done so many things. He's played in the MLS for 10 years. He's won a championship in uh, USL League One. Uh, he's, he's developed players that have played at the highest level uh, in the world, um, and he's had a hand in that. And you don't get any of that when he's here. What you get is someone that just wants to seize the moment and wants to compete and wants to see people do well. He believes in uh, our players, he believes in our coaches, he believes in a state that he's only been in for a few weeks, and man, if uh, we get a multi-year run here with Coach Quill, and it goes the way we think it is, uh, he is going to be uh, one that we're going to be saying his name for uh, a long, long time to come. We're talking to New Mexico United President and CEO Peter Trevisani here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017, the team. So with that, Pete, with everything that you guys were looking for in a coach on the field, representing the ethos of New Mexico United, everything we're talking about here with Coach Quill, of course, you know, one of the things that really stood out to me was his not only just the fact that he did it, but his pride in coaching at every level of soccer, starting from the very be- uh, from the very beginning. Where was that balance for you guys in wanting somebody who's going to come in and help these guys win right away, but also doing that teaching as well and, again, and striking that balance? Yeah, you know, I think one thing that I've learned personally, and I've, well, I've learned a lot because uh, I didn't know anything, and I, <laughs> I'm still way down on the curve. So uh, it was easy to, to advance. But in, in, in all truth, like one of the things that I really has grown on me is the idea of developing some of our younger players. And most of them, not all, but most of them are going to come, are going to be, uh, you know, young young men who are coming through New Mexico. So Christian Nava, uh, Alex Wagner, Andre Robles, guys that have gotten first team minutes with us, plus plus others behind them. And Coach Quill really wants to develop players. And these younger players, you know, they bring uh, a level of energy. They really, um, while they may not be superstars on the pitch uh, in the moment um, as they start. They really raise the uh, level and elevate the game for all of our young, all of our team, our veterans. Yeah, you could see the veterans like get a gleam in their eye when they see Christian Nava score a goal or Alex Wagner score a goal. Um, and and so what I really want to see us do is always have some good, exciting young players, uh, ideally homegrown, and uh, as mixing in with our vets. And I think that's how we create excitement. Um, on the pitch, that's how we can win a cup. We can win a cup with those with that balance. It doesn't have to just be all older, proven players. And 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 it's a long season. And I think when 
you know, you talk about chemistry and locker room. We all have been around sports, and you know when those teams have it. And when there are teams that make a championship run, they they might have a lot of veterans, but they always have this sense of youthfulness around them as well, and fun, and they're having a good time. And I think we've been missing that a little bit uh, lately in the locker room, and and uh, and we need to get back to it on, on the field and off the field. Well, and a great, you had a great crowd certainly uh, Saturday for this last one, Pete. Two more matches ahead this week. Phoenix on Wednesday, Colorado Springs Saturday, both still there at the lab. And so you talk about where we're at in the season. Two more matches this week. That's going to accelerate getting to that halfway point in the season, Pete. And, you know, of course, like we've been talking about, you guys want to go out and win every, every night. You want to shoot for three points every night, but just... In that perspective of, you know, a couple more matches, halfway point of the season is here. Does that start to ramp up the urgency and, and uh, as far as where we're at in the season? Absolutely. you got to be self-effacing. You know, uh, we, uh, you know, we're in the outhouse. We want to be in the penthouse. And so we can't do that all in it. We can't move in one game. we gotta, we got to make that, that transition. Yeah, that's something that... Uh, you know, Coach Quill said, and we're all bought into. And, and so what's the beautiful thing here is that the next two games, not only do I hate Phoenix Rising and just, I, I love, you know, those guys always are, are, are a fierce rival just because uh, they have been from day one and Colorado Springs were building up a rivalry. But the two teams that are really just right in front of us were playing um, over, the, over, the, over the rest of this week. And so our, we can't get to first without getting to eighth and seventh and sixth first. And so we need to come away with points and three points in these next two games. We do that. We'll be right in the thick of things. And, um, uh, I, you know, and so this is where we need to turn our, the lab into a fortress this is where we need our fans to come out and show that they really believe in the team. They believe in coach. They believe in the players. And it makes a huge impact when the lab has the energy it had on Saturday night. And so, um, Let's go out Wednesday night and take it to Phoenix. Uh, and, and then we got Colorado Springs. Those are two games that we have to win and we can win. And we've got the, the belief that we're going to win. And we do that. And I think uh, you're going to see a lot of things turn around. That's right. Get your tickets now. New Mexico, UTD.com, New Mexico, UTD.com. I encourage you to go to uh, the United Team Store there at the corner of Carlisle and Central. Get your gear, get your tickets there even. Pete, thank you so much. We'll see you at the lab Wednesday and Saturday. Two critical games for this team and uh, Coach Quill, and we'll see you out there. Thank you so much for joining us, Pete. Hey, thanks, guys. It's going to be exciting. It's fun football. I think everybody that was there saw a huge difference, and um, you know, win or lose, we're going to have a great time out there, and uh, I think we're going to be winning and having fun. So come on out and join us. Thanks, guys. I'll, I'll talk to you next week. You got it. Pete Trevisani, President and CEO of New Mexico United.